podcast. We're a pioneer church based in Loughborough in the UK. Our mission is to make disciples to establish heaven on earth. Now, just before we hear from Ness, let's read together from scripture from Philippians chapter 1. I'm going to read Philippians chapter 1 verses 3 to 11 and verses 27 to 30 and I'm reading from the NIV translation. I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. It is right for me to feel this way about all of you since I have you in my heart and whether I am in chains or defending and confirming the gospel, all of you share in God's grace with me. God can testify how I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. And this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. And from verse 27, whatever happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Then, whether I come and see you or only hear about you in my absence, I will know that you stand firm in the one spirit, striving together as one for the faith of the gospel, without being frightened in any way by those who oppose you. This is a sign to them that they will be destroyed, but that you will be saved, and that by God. For it has been granted to you on on behalf of Christ, not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for him, since you're going through the same struggle you saw I had, and now here that I still have. Well, it's wonderful, isn't it, to hear from Billy and to see the favour of God on Pioneer internationally. And that what we do instinctively as Pioneer is what others want. And, you know, I think it's because we are both real, we're authentic, we're relational, we're fun, we're kind of normal, and yet we're also deeply passionate for Jesus. We're radical, we're spirit-filled, we're prophetic, and at times disruptive and challenging of the status quo, and that's what people are looking for. A network that is humbly confident in their distinctives. We're not a hierarchy of power structures or a denomination with traditions that need to be maintained. We are a relational network that exists to take the gospel into new spaces and places. And we do that by simply connecting with each other, inspiring and equipping churches to make spirit-filled disciples and see kingdom transformation in all kinds of creative and innovative ways across geography and across generations. We, quite simply, we pioneer. And one of the fascinating developments of what God has been doing with his church over the last two years is that church is no longer a set menu. One place, one time, one format. It is now much more of a buffet as we have created and we've innovated with new expressions so that church communities are now gathering in homes and libraries, allotments, football clubs, schools, and of course, online. 
And you know, this innovation is particularly true of pioneer churches because we have a possibility mindset and we have a natural leaning towards creative thinking. I have loved hearing about pioneer churches pioneering and living up to our name over the past two years, even amongst all of the challenges and all of the struggles of COVID and multiple lockdowns. So within our network, we have seen the Gather Collective down in Eastbourne express the kingdom of God through the Gather Community Garden, a collection of seven plots on an allotment with activities six days a week, including growing fruit and veg, keeping two beehives, 21 chickens, a quiet garden based on Psalm 23 and a prayer room. And that's pioneering. And I guess allotment church is probably one of the few expressions of church that could carry on in person when most others were solely online. Or going over to Northern Ireland, City Church Belfast were able to keep their cafe and bakery open during the lockdowns and provided takeaways in their community garden around the building with pizza, psalms and poetry evenings for people to connect into. City Church Belfast also used the ground floor of their building to be the distribution hub for the busiest food bank in the whole of Northern Ireland. Or over in rural Wales, Lighthouse Church Anglesey, only planted a few years ago, responded to the needs of their island by launching Make Lunch Takeout, where they delivered over a thousand home-cooked meals to over 200 low-income families across the island, accelerating connection and friendships in a way that probably nothing else would have done. And so it meant that in the summer, they had over 250 people attend their first in-person Make Lunch Fun Day. And then up in the north, Huddersfield Community Church have been working very closely with the local council during COVID and have actively created a network of groups and charities and services. They are now co-running 15 groups where they create a place to belong for people from many different journeys and backgrounds, including addicts, the isolated, those with learning difficulties, those with physical challenges, vulnerable adults, and those with mental health challenges. They have an emergency phone line, and they are now gathering calls and referrals for help through a network of volunteers in the community. They now distribute food, clothes, bedding, furniture, baby equipment, shoes, coats, and white goods. They perform garden clearouts, support trips to medical appointments, and are finding they are now having frequent requests for help from immigrant families and from those fleeing domestic violence. They have become an amazing lifeline for their community over the last two years. And French Community Church in the West Midlands. Now, they would be one of the smaller churches in our network but that hasn't stopped them having an influence way beyond their size. I would say that's one of our distinctives as Pioneer. You know, before the pandemic, that church food bank delivered 100 to 125 boxes a month. And over the last two years, that has quadrupled. They now deliver that same amount every single week with much more collaboration with local residents and community groups and the local supermarkets. And with all that growth, they've had to rebrand from French Food Bank to the Wire Forest Food Bank to show the scope of how far the deliveries are now being made. New Community Southampton continues to impact their city and run Hope Community School. 
as does New Gen Church in Sidcup, continues to run their Hope Community School and run the local library. Blessed Church in Ealing have seen many more joining them from different ethnicities and backgrounds. Dr. Deo have massively pioneered with their church leader, Yanni, winning the case to bring greater protection for children from online pornography, forcing pornography websites to prevent underage access by using age verification technologies. And that will bring light into a great darkness that traps so many of our young people in society. Paul Pickhaver heads up City Changes Projects, which is working with local authorities and different initiatives, releasing thousands upon thousands of pounds into making considerable impact in the local communities around Surbiton. King's Church, Withenshaw, have begun an Eden project with the Message Trust. You know, that is a great organisation to partner with if you are wanting to plant onto an estate. Burton Community Church in the Midlands brought an old church building a few years ago, and then the carpet shop opposite which used to be a new age of witchcraft shop, came up for lease and they went for it. And over the last couple of years, they've used it to run their kids and their youth work, youth drop-in and food bank. And then once COVID hit, the betting shop next door shut down and they began to dream. However, the rent was really high and they needed a miracle. And within a week, someone approached them and said they felt God was telling them to give a certain amount for the betting shop. And that amount equals two years rent. And then a few weeks ago, Burton Community Church got the keys to that betting shop. And then just recently, a building company has given them a kitchen, which has just been delivered. You know, God is on the move. There is favor on Pioneer. And it's been so encouraging to me that in the midst of the reality that we find ourselves in, in the challenges, the opportunities, the struggles, the cumulative depletion of the last two years, we have kept on pioneering. And I sense too that as fresh energy comes over the coming months, as we get replenished again with our connection to community, with able to worship, with gatherings and conferences where we can hear the stories of what God is doing and we begin to imagine what is possible, there will be ignition moments for us all over again where we realize we have to take responsibility. We have to remember who we are as pioneer. We have to live up to our name and explore this new post-pandemic landscape together. And so as we go from a set menu of what church looks like to a buffet of creative and innovative expressions, there is room again for us to dream, to create, to experiment, and to take the gospel into new spaces and places. Many of you know the tough season that I've been in personally, and I'm going gently through this journey of grieving Lauren. But, you know, it has deepened my conviction even more that what I want to do with the rest of my life is to share the gospel and only build things of eternal value because the only thing we can take with us into eternity is people, beautiful, irreplaceable people. So who has God put on your heart? Which networks or neighborhoods of people? How can you bring more kingdom transformation into the lives of those people? What would it take for you? to take the gospel into those spaces and places. And it has to be in the power of the Holy Spirit, in the reality of some of our brokenness, in the story we find ourselves in, that we honor Jesus and we do what he's put us on the earth to do. And we know that pioneering takes courage, 
We know it takes training and it takes support. So we've invested a lot into Pioneer Pathway. We want to continue to do so. Part of our offering will go into training more leaders. Our regions are also a strong vehicle of more local training, connection and support. And you know, at the leaders conference that we've just had over the weekend, we formally launched our fifth region, Pioneer East, led by Graham Blake, who leads the brilliant church in Hope Church in Dis, Norfolk. And Graham has got great relationships with leaders of uh, churches locally. And even recently, a church planting team has just approached him for relationship and support. And as a UK core team, we recognize a clear apostolic call on his life. We see the life of God at work in that whole area, in that region. So now is the right time to launch Pioneer East, sensing as we have commissioned it as a new region that will catalyze even more connections, conversations and opportunities for churches and church plants to find a home with a relational apostolic network. That's exciting, and it's again a sign of growth and God's favor on us as pioneers. So let's keep pioneering. Let's keep listening to Jesus, and let's take the gospel into these new spaces and places of the post-pandemic landscape we are in. I'm so looking forward to hearing more stories of courage, of perseverance, and of significant kingdom impact. Pioneer Churches, you are amazing. Well, amen. Let's pray together. Father, we just want to thank you for so many inspiring examples, stories, testimonies of what you're doing through your church. We thank you for our pioneer family. We thank you that you've brought us together to learn from one another, to inspire one another, to encourage one another and provoke one another. Lord God, help us to take hold of something of what we've heard, what we've learned today, what we've been talking about together. And Lord, help us to run with that. Help us to, to do more, Lord God. Fill us again with your spirit, we pray, Lord God. Would you pour out your spirit on all of us, across all of our pioneer churches, Lord God. Of course, we pray for the whole church of Jesus Christ. We pray especially for one another in this pioneer family. We pray, Lord God, pour out your spirit afresh. Commission us afresh. Send us again, Lord God, into our villages, towns and cities. Because, Lord, we want to faithfully live out and proclaim your gospel. We, we want men, women and children everywhere to hear the good news of Jesus Christ, of who you are, of your incredible love and of the incredible difference that you are making in our lives and in our world. So Lord God, we're praying, let your kingdom come and let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Pour out your spirit afresh and enable us to be your ambassadors to represent you and your gospel. In Jesus' name, amen.